what's up you guys welcome back so on last week's episode i gave you guys kind of a sneak peek into how it feels to be a black woman in america currently and i just thought i would expound on that uh if you don't know me personally i am currently a fifth year yes i've been in college that long uh don't judge me uh it's been very rough but nonetheless i'm a fifth year electrical engineering student I will not disclose where I currently attend school at, but just know that I am in school. I attend a PWI. Uh, Now, this is a full disclaimer. Uh, I do not attend an HBCU. Uh, I wish I could, but I just don't have HBCU money. I mean, mean, hey, you know, it, it happens, but... If I could have went to an HBCU, I would have went to NCAT, so North Carolina A&T. They have a really good engineering program, quick plug. So if you are out there looking for um, a good engineering program at an HBCU, check them out. But yeah, so I attended PWI and I will be graduating this December 2020. I am so ready to graduate and be done with this because it's been a long time coming, y'all. I I can't tell y'all how many times I've cried. I've had panic attacks, the late night studying, doing projects. It's just, it, it's been a long time coming. So, yes, I will be graduating. And I just wanted to give you guys insight on how it feels to be a black woman in engineering, attending a PWI at that, because there is a complete difference. So for those of you who do not know what HBCU stands for, it simply stands for Historically Black Colleges and Universities. And I just wanted to point out a quick fact, because a a lot of times people don't know how important HBCUs play within the black community. So HBCUs make up only 3% of the country's colleges and universities, but they do enroll 10% of all African-American students. And get this, they produce almost 20% of all African-American graduates. So if you are thinking about, you know, going to college or, you know, wherever the wind blows you, look on HBCU. I'm sure you won't regret it. Even though I did not attend one, I know so many people who, you know, they, the the experience, you know, just going to an HBCU, it's, it's all about the experience and I missed out, but that's okay. Also, um, if anyone is interested on how HBCUs came to be, um, I would highly highly recommend reading the black campus movement by ibram i think that's his first name ibram rogers that book is so insightful on how each individual um hbcu was created and why it was created um because as we know um segregation did exist (laughs) i don't know why we want to uh say that it it didn't uh segregation did exist where whites and blacks were not um, allowed to congregate with one another um and in that re- in a result of that 
we had to build institutions for ourselves, you know, because we, just like everybody else, black people deserve to have a quality education where we are free to roam the halls, you know, learn, uh, congregate, fellowship. And that book really tells a good, it really gives a good depiction of how each um, university was created and also how the Divine Nine chapters came to be, which are the uh, sororities and fraternities. So, yeah. So, let's jump right in. I told you guys before, I attend the PWI, which stands for Predominantly White Institute. I originally wanted to go to school out of state, but I just I just couldn't afford it. And also, due to, to some personal reasons, I just wanted to stay a little bit closer to home because, you know... I was just scared, <laughs> scared to leave the nest. So I, I did decide to go to a, a school in Michigan, in my home state, and just go from there. So I, I get um, a lot of questions about what it feel, how it feels to be a black woman in engineering. Um, and one thing that I, I can say just flat out is even before I started university I already knew that I had to work 10 times harder um to get the same spot as anybody else and that that was a was an unspoken rule I guess so I already knew that I knew that once I did come into undergrad at a PWI I would get looks I would get why are you here? I would get, oh, I guess they are down on the quota for minorities that they um, enroll. Or I knew I would get just, I would get a number of excuses as to why and how I got there. So that was a a no-brainer. But I just, I wanted to give you guys, you know, an insight look on a day of how it really feels. (laughs) Um... So, for example, I took a, it was like my second semester, you know, third semester at school, and I took a, like a electronics class or like a digital logics class or something. I can't remember the course, but there were, so it was me and I think two other black students. And one of them happened to be, you know, a woman. And, you know, we both, I wear twist-outs, braid-outs, froze. Whenever you see me, that's that's my go-to hairstyle. And me and the, the other young lady, we typically wear our hair the same way. And I remember going to office hours, and the professor was like, Oh, hey, hey, you, uh, so-and-so. And he called me the other girl's, her name. So I'm looking around like he can't be, you know, like he can't be talking to me. And you know, and he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. All of you look so much alike. And I just, I paused. I'm like, really? And I got offended. Um, and I, at first, you know, I wanted to, you know, 
tell him how I really felt, you know, give him a piece of my mind. But then at the back of my head, I said, you aren't protected enough to do that, right? If I wanted to raise my voice or holler or or do whatever I wanted to in that moment without thinking, it would have ended up, it wouldn't have ended well. And I just politely told him, no, that's not me. My name is Tia Smith, and that's what you should address me as. Um, but in that moment, I felt very powerless, if that made sense. And, and I know a lot of people won't understand what, I'm, what I mean when I say, um, I didn't, I couldn't say what I wanted to say, Right. And and that's that's how it feels on a daily basis at a a PWY. Um, you have to censor what you say, facial expressions, you have pretty much how you look. You know, I've had instances where I've been in class and I wear like I said, I wear my, my hair, my twist outs, I have a, a lot of hair. Um and it's poofy. I mean, and I love it. But there have been times where I'm sitting in class and someone will say, hey, could you push your fro down or could you move to the side? I can't see the board. And it's it's like, it's in those moments, it's just like, wow. Like, why do you, why are you comfortable with telling someone something that, you know, that degrades their existence you know why should I have to you know listen or why should I why should I have to change who I am or alter how I look to make you feel comfortable right and that that, that's really how it feels um and when I first got to school I didn't know too many people I was, you know, I was, I still am a a bit of an introvert, but at that time I was really, you know, to myself and I didn't really know how to get out there and, and just make myself known. Um, but if it wasn't for a few bridge programs that I did and, you know, joining a few clubs on campus, I wouldn't have been able to create the network that I have today and so that's you know one tip of one piece of advice is networking and and getting out and and talking to people and just just being your authentic self is a recipe for long-lasting organic relationships that can, you know, that can last for a lifetime. You know, I've met so many amazing people at school. And I don't want people to think that I've had this traumatic experience as a black woman, you know, in STEM. And and, and I haven't enjoyed my college experience because I have. I definitely have. Um, but I just want people to be aware that when you do attend, when... When you have students of color, I can't speak for everyone, but I can speak for myself as a black woman. It is, it's a, it's a trial every day, 
It's a trial to uh, prove that you deserve to be in the seat. It's a trial to make sure that your professor knows and believes that you're competent to (laughs) retain information. I've had professors question my intelligence numerous times, but I remember when I first arrived to my university, they do a, a program where once you do declare your major, you have to speak with a, a guidance counselor, so to speak. And, you know, he he brought me in, he sat me down, and, you know, he said, hey, are you Tia Smith? I said, yes, yes, I am. I, I was so excited, you know, I was so excited to be there, you know, you know, to start a new life, basically, because that's what it is once you, you go off to college. You're creating a new life for yourself. And he said, okay, so on my dashboard, I see that you have declared to be an engineering major. At the time, I was a computer engineering major, but I quickly changed that. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, at the time, he said, you know, you are an engineering major, and I just wanted to make sure that was that was it. Um, and I said, yeah, why wouldn't it be? And he said, oh, well, you know, looking from your, judging from your high school transcripts, I just don't think it would be a good fit. Yeah, let that sink in. He said he didn't think it would be a good fit because my high school transcripts, it, my GPA, looked, it seemed to be a little low. Um, and judging from my math and science classes, he didn't think that I would do well in my engineering courses and yeah that was my first encounter with any faculty member at a PWI and it was at that moment where I didn't feel welcomed I didn't feel I just I I didn't feel protected I didn't feel seen you know I I was it was I I can't even describe how I felt in that moment um and and the thing that made it worse is he felt comfortable saying it, right? He felt very, very comfortable. And I'll never I'll never forget. I I just I had to I I think I called my sister or something. I, I just had to vent. I couldn't believe that a, a university faculty would corner me like that. And, and just question my intelligence based off of a piece of paper. Um, so, yeah, that was my first encounter. And not to say that everything that I've been through so far has been, you know, race, racially motivated or... Because that's not the case. I've met some incredible faculty... Um, it's a countless number of faculty who have vouched for me on a daily. They've encouraged me. They've, you know, put a good word out for me. Um, and one faculty in in particular, I won't name who they are, but (laughs) I remember I was 
on the computer and I had just got admitted into the College of Engineering and someone was looking for an undergraduate assistant and you know I was looking at the qualifications and I knew I didn't qualify you guys that's another tip some if you see a job you know on campus where you don't think you qualify apply for it anyways honestly and even if it's not on a college campus or you know in your career whatever just apply so I decided to apply I did like a was it cold email like I emailed the the professor I said hey um I saw that you posted an ad for an undergraduate research assistant it was a funded program funded project may I add and I said I would really like to introduce myself to you and maybe even interview for this position and I think within like an hour this person emailed me back and said okay cool let's let's set it up and so going into the the interview you know I I knew I wasn't qualified right but I I was ready to you know sell myself and 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 really you know display <laughs> my attributes I guess that if that makes sense but when I got to the interview <laughs> I she opens the door and I I froze um and I was just like oh my god so come to find out this woman um she she's you know highly educated um she's has an amazing research lab she is an alma mater you know at from from at my university and she is a person of color she was a black woman and in that moment you guys I just I froze listen because my whole entire time at my university I didn't I had no idea that she existed <laughs> and I it was a, a a breath of fresh air right I finally I said wow I I can see myself in this field and that's another thing we talk about representation and how it matters but I don't think people really understand how much it really does matter when I came to school you know I was declared engineering but I often had days where I'm like hey I'm the only person in my classroom can I really do this and in that moment when she opened that door it was confirmation it's like yeah you can um, and from that day, you know, even though I didn't get the the actual position, I gained a mentor. I gained, you know, a person who was willing to teach me what she knows, train me, motivate me. And now, you know, I can proudly say that I am an undergraduate research assist- assistant Uh, within the College of Engineering for the Electrical Engineering Department. And it all came from me, you know, just showing up and saying, hey, I know I'm not qualified, but here it is. Um, And so that was a a moment of relief, a moment of 
okay, you got this. Just chill. You got this. And I'll never, ever, ever forget that. But honestly, if it wasn't for the 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 yeses and the noes, the successes, the failures, the microaggressions, the racism, I don't think I would be where I am today. I can honestly say I've had a, a wonderful college career. You know, I've been able to intern at a good number of companies. I've been able to do conduct undergraduate research. Um, I've been able to study abroad. I've been able to connect with students that I, I wouldn't connect on a daily basis. Um, and that that stemmed from curiosity. That stemmed from me knowing that I deserve more than what the world has offered me. And I think that's very important that we understand that as people of color or whether you're white or Hispanic, you're, whatever you identify as, you should know that you are worth more than the world has to offer. And before we close, I just want to add one last piece. I am a black woman. I, I'm a walking statistic, you guys. I, it, it's what you see is what you get. And I've been hearing a lot of debate on, you know, black educated versus unblack, uneducated black people who has a higher chance of, you know, getting killed. But I just, I don't believe in that. I believe the issue is the color. It has nothing to do with, you know, your education. Because I've seen um, professors, black professors, who have been treated poorly. Just as poorly as a, a black person roaming the streets. And I I hate to hear comments, you know, about... Um, People who have a degree, you know, they they should get some some points because they're not out here causing ruckus or whatever the case may be. And that's not fair. You know, we have to understand that education comes at a price. Not everyone has access to a free or 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 just has access to a good quality education. And so we have to put our ignorance aside and really understand that the education system is it's a it's a tricky game um and not everybody has the chance to be a part of it right and so that's our job people who have educations to educate others help them get to the spot that you are at because that that's what we are depending on. We have to help ourselves, help one another. And you know, I I hope that this this episode was insightful. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys have taken something from this. I hope that you all continue to have a great day, a great week. Just just be positive. You know, remain proactive especially during times like this I just I'm praying for your mental health I'm praying for your just overall well-being I hope you c- 
continue to stay uplifted. And if you aren't uplifted, keep your head up. Keep going. Don't stop. Don't look back. And I thank you guys for listening. Next week, we are going to talk about relationships and why relationships are important. Why should we have them? Who should we have them with? Um, Yeah, so I hope you guys will tune in next week and join me. I thank you so, so much for tuning in today. Love you guys. Mm -hmm.